Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be a ranger build guide for Anthem. I did a lot of experimenting over the last weekend in demo, and I wanted to share some of the things I learned with you, as well as speculate about some of the questions that we do have. So if you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can always come in live, twitch.tv slash say no to rage, or you can always follow me on Twitter at Say no to rage. If you're watching this on YouTube, a comment and a like is a really, really helpful way to help out my content. So the reason I wanted to do this guide is I've continued to say the combo system and each javelin is so different. If folks don't really embrace the play style of each javelin as well as the combo system, they're not going to have a good time. A lot of people are going boots on the ground and using their guns and complaining about the guns feeling weak and the enemies feeling spongy. So I'm going to talk about movement, then I'm going to give you some build ideas, and then at last I'm going to talk about how there are some abilities that feel weak and there are some builds that feel weak and to maybe caution you against those just in case they need to be patched, buffed, or they might have specific purposes. So first, let's just talk about movement. In this clip, you're going to notice I am constantly on the move. I am sprinting, I am flying, I am dodging. His jump and dodge away is especially helpful. You're also going to notice that's my first alt usage. I should get multiple alt usages in this section. The reason that the ranger is such a fun class to play is that if you really embrace the high mobility, the dashing around, the the constant meleeing, you'll notice I'm constantly getting combos. When you come off of the Colossus, I'll talk about in the Colossus guide just how many combos you get from his area of effect combo. The ranger doesn't have that benefit he's getting single target combos most of the time and the more of those you can get the better because you really want to feed his ult as you you can't see it right now i'm at i'm at 70 i'm about 60 percent ult energy just after the last ultimate that i did and it's coming from the consistent combos since his melee is a primer he is actually quite a bit different than the other classes he can do high agility priming and then get out of there and do a distance attack or you know some type of an attack that's going to do his own detonation combo that enables him to as i as you as i said i'm already doing another ultimate you want to stay in the air and dodge and constantly prime with your melee to enable you to get a constant flow of combos this is going to feed your ult make you feel spry and excited and i'm never ever using my guns in this entire exchange because your melee cooldown is so so fast now early game the melee might have a slower cooldown i'm not sure but you could still play this way i think fairly easily in the early game I think this keeps things moving. I think too many times people are staying still, staying on the ground, and they're suffering because of it. They're relying on their guns. There were numerous times in this stronghold I found myself staying on the ground too much, and then I ended up getting lots of damage and getting really, really weak, as well as just not chaining combos and not getting what I needed. I'm basically at this point right on the heels of another ultimate. I have my ultimate again. So... Another thing about his movement is that you should be positioning yourself often to just get rid of your ultimate. Don't hang on to it. If you're playing in this way, you're going to be getting it back relatively quickly, and holding on to it is just robbing you of future ultimate 
uh, energy. A lot of the times if you're a Destiny player, you kind of sit on your super. You only use it in very specific locations. But right now, I've already gotten 10 to 15% of my ultimate back. And because of that, you're missing out on that energy if you're constantly, you know, holding on to your ultimate. So I think just in that little exchange, you saw me use my ultimate three different times. This is the ground level way I think you're going to want to play Ranger. If his melee is always a primer, then relying on that for the introduction to a fight or the introduction of an engagement is going to become part of the way you play with him. You're not going to wait to do your melee because then it's not doing anything. It's just priming. Priming attacks are generally pretty weak because they're priming you for a combo. They're not doing lots of damage. So don't sit back and hold on to it like I was in my original initial capture event footage. Now let's talk about builds. Because if you embrace this play style, I think you can have a lot of fun with some of his builds. And I'm going to start with what was my favorite build, which is Double Detonation. You can see over there right now, I have two detonation abilities. I have a Frag Grenade and a Seeker Missile. The reason I like running Double Det is because I'm priming constantly. And the more often you're priming, I think the more often you're going to not want to be waiting on a detonation to, to, to hit its cooldown so you can combo. You're going to want to constantly have that. It's just feeding those combos. It's feeding your ultimate and having to wait because you only have one detonation. I didn't particularly enjoy that. So this is a really, really strong build. Seeker Missile Frag Grenade. And then you see my support ability is just the the, the one that buffs your, your gun damage. I forget the name of it right now. Uh, I, I particularly enjoy that one because you can use it. It's called Muster Point. I like Muster Point because, especially in sections like this, if I can get into a good position and I have decent weapons and I've already used my ultimate on the boss, Muster Point can make my guns a little bit stronger once his crit spots are exposed, and I kind of like that. So, Double Debt is really, really fun. The other build you can run is One Debt, One Prime. Now, your melee is a prime and that's why I don't think you need to run a prime ability but this could come down to your team comp it could come down to your own preferences so you could run the inferno grenade I think is what it's called let me double check that yes the inferno grenade is one of the priming grenades there's also a frost grenade we found the inferno grenade to be a little bit better with area of effect but if we get into areas where fire isn't as strong and the the frost grenade is stronger you may want to make that pivot but you are running a priming grenade and then you're just running seeking missile i didn't particularly think pulse blast was very was very strong as a detonator to follow up on these grenade abilities we're going to touch on that in a minute about why i think maybe some of the abilities either need buffed or maybe maybe they need context where they can shine because they weren't shining all that well in this sample of content so if you run inferno grenade along with your priming of your melee it frees you up a little bit to hang back you don't always have to dash forward and prime with your electric your shock mace you could prime from a distance the other reason that you might like the inferno grenade or if the frost grenade gets maybe better aoe than it has right now, it's not very strong, is that you get to create a large group of primed enemies. Since you can only combo one enemy, the the, the priming of a group can be really, really helpful to your team. It can, it can lead to, you've got, you've got people that can do big area of effect combos like the Colossus, you've got the Storm, and if you're priming more enemies, that might help your team comp. I liked being a little bit more self-sufficient and I felt like double debt was a little bit more self-sufficient and not so much of 
a build that fed my team it fed me and i think there's room to be selfish sometimes if you're playing solo you might not get stuck with players that are super aware of what's going on lastly you could go with an all prime build i don't know if you would want to do this you would run either inferno or frost grenade and then venom darts and then your mace is a prime I don't know if you'd want to run this. I don't think the Ranger's really built to be all prime. I feel like all prime is better suited for Interceptor or Storm because they're up close and personal. You know, the the Interceptor has the passive priming with the aura. The Storm is up above the battlefield. They seem a little more suited with their identity to be double prime. I, I don't think running all primes on the Ranger is a good idea. I think if you run that, you're going to be frustrated. So pay attention to those symbols. Use those symbols on the abilities to make sure you know you're going in with complementary abilities. This is now footage of me running the prime debt. I have the inferno grenade on as well as the seeker missile. Now, I'm going to use this to segue into the final part which is weak abilities or builds. There are also abilities that are n- they are not a prime and they're not a detonator. They're neither. Seeker grenades are not a dead or a prime. Spark beam and blast missile, not seeker missile, but blast missile, those are they're not a debt and they're not a prime. I call these raw damage abilities. Raw damage abilities don't dead or prime they, and and they seem to be centered around just doing lots of damage. They also don't have the they don't have like a the a lot of them don't have elements on them. There's only a couple non-debt non-prime abilities that are an element. Like the flame burst is one, but I'm pretty sure almost all of the rest of them don't have an element other than arc burst. So arc burst and flame burst on the storm are actual elemental abilities that are neither a prime nor a debt. But on the rest of the on the rest of the classes as I look here, searching glaive, cluster mine, plasma star, wraith strike, uh, and then when I go to the Colossus, the Flat Cannon, the Burst Mortar, and then when you go to the Ranger, you've got Seeker Grenade, Spark Beam, Spark Beam is Fire, and then Blast Missile. So most of them, a majority of the non-debt prime abilities are not elemental, but there are a couple that are. So don't get confused. You don't, you don't want to just assume if it's Fire, Acid, Ice, or Electricity that it's automatically going to be dead or a Primer. The going theory is that you're going to want these raw damage abilities for shields, for maybe enemies that don't prime well. We may go into environments where there's just lots of resistance to combos, lots of resistance to priming. And if you can't prime, both your prime and your detonation abilities are going to feel significantly weaker than your custom. That's also going to shortchange your ability to generate your ultimate energy as you just saw me use it on the boss. It's actually very effective on this guy. You can kind of get behind him. And here you see me use muster point so I can buff my guns as I shoot his crit spot. And it actually feels really nice to get that that tiny little bump there, especially when you're just dumping on a crit spot. So I wanna I wanna end with this part. Weak abilities and builds. There are currently, as we could tell in the demo, abilities and builds that just feel super weak and pointless. You're gonna go into missions and be like, I'm not doing anything, I'm not hurting anything, I'm not getting combos, I'm not getting you know, fill in the blank, okay? Oh, that wasn't muster point. I'm sorry. This is different footage. The first footage was muster point. That was his other support ability. He has two. That was bulwark point. Thank you for pointing that out. I have two videos that played back to back. And in the first video, I had muster point. That's why my, I was like, my damage didn't go up. That's why. Uh, Thank you for that feedback. So I don't know if things may need buffed. We We may need to provide that feedback to Bioware and say, man, some of these abilities are literally trash. Some of these priming and detonating abilities are just 
far and away weaker than others or maybe they're meant to be filler abilities given the limitations of how many abilities there are there's only five you have five grenade on the ranger you have five grenade gear and five assault launcher gear those are kind of his two things well you only have five for each and when you have some that just feel super weak like venom darts and blast missile they don't feel very strong uh sticky grenade and secret grenades felt really weak Frost Grenade didn't seem to have a good job with, you know, area of effect. They may need buffed. It, they may be, this. we may have been playing an older build. This older build may have had, you know, abilities and things that may need to tweak. Also, we may go into environments where all of a sudden, Debt Prime is not the way to play. We have to, we, like, you can have five loadouts per, sort of five pre-made loadouts per Javelin. So you could have one that's all Debt, Dead and Prime, all Prime, and then maybe all raw abilities. Or maybe you just have one that kind of has everything. Ranger could have his priming on his melee, he could have his debt with Seeker Missile, and then he could run a raw damage on his grenade. And maybe there'll be environments where you're going to want that. I, I never really found those raw damage abilities to work well. That could be something for new, more expansive content later on, or just as we discover and as we experiment, there could be fights missions and bosses where it's very clear that deading and priming isn't a go-to strategy i think combos are super super fun but i also think there's room in this game for non-combo oriented combat just to change things up and make it feel a little bit different and who knows there might even be weapons in the future that do certain things about taking down shields or maybe even deading and priming as well so we're going to switch to Q&A right now. Uh, we're going to switch to Q&A. My video obviously stopped there in, in the preview. Uh, so I'm going to cut this and we're going to go to Q&A. That way we are able to take your questions. So submit those if you're here live. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can always tune in live to catch me. Uh, that's twitch.tv slash say no to rage. I might even be live right now. So come on in and check us out and uh, submit questions and take part. As with all of my content, I appreciate you watching and listening. Please like, share, and subscribe.